The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And uh, while you're over there, there's two videos on the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. If you'd like to catch that, you can still play it up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time in that little space right there, Bradley will be live, okay? Um, so, uh, yeah, and on the right side is where we're streaming. And if you click on the play button and you blow it up, whatever a device you've got, and uh, you click on play, you're, you're good to go. We'll, you'll get the stream 
on whatever device you got. And then in the bottom right hand corner, you'll see a Rumble icon appear. Just click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We'd love to see you over there. Most of our friends are over here in, on the little Facebook pages that I have, but we do have some friends who do watch and who do comment over there in the chat. And we're glad to have all of you in there. We're also streaming on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Be sure to subscribe to the channel there. Also, before it's news.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And also, the variety of Facebook pages, mainly my personal and public page on Facebook, which, again, I, I, I have no idea why they're leaving it up. Maybe they're doing it for some kind of tracking purposes or whatever. Isn't like they don't have a bazillion ways they're tracking what I say and do and everything else anyway. I'm over all that, okay? But uh, they're available to you, okay? Uh, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. You get that in the evening, sometime between 7 and 8 Eastern Time. And uh, that's once a day. And then if you want our ministry email, which goes out once a week on Saturdays, you can go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for it there right on the front page. And uh, yeah, that's exclusive content as to what we're doing in the ministry each week. Okay. If you would like to help us, you agree with our message, and you'd like to support that getting out there among the people, uh, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And um, we appreciate your support, every one of you that support us, in fact. And then our store is available this week. We're highlighting <clears throat> Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. This is Bradley's book, normally a donation of $11. This week only through Saturday at midnight, you can get 30% off when you use promo code GRASS. So promo code GRASS gets you 30% off, but that's only through Saturday at midnight. Okay, so if you want to pick up the book, you can do it. All right, I got a couple of news items um, that I, well, a couple of things that I want to do. And one news item in particular, I want to issue a challenge to everybody who is listening to the Sons of Liberty or watching us uh, this morning. I want to issue just a, it's a simple challenge. It's not hard. It's not difficult. But I saw this yesterday uh, when I was making the post. So if you're on any any social media platform at all, I don't, I don't care what it is, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, pick your thing. DLive, I don't know. All those little other little things, USA.life, MeWe. I don't even know what some of the other new ones that are coming out are. I can't keep up with them. Okay, I'm, I'm, I got like 30 tabs open that I post things to. So if you're on them, <clears throat> yesterday I found it Really interesting that I pulled up the Twitter page here. Do you know what was trending? Lord Jesus Christ. And not as a cuss, not as a curse. Lord Jesus Christ was trending on Twitter, so I went over. And of course, the first thing is a guy by the name of Kevin Shearer, slave to the Lord Jesus Christ, he's a pastor, and such. And then you had these. Um... You've got Stephen here writing, One of the most moving words in all Scripture, the Son of Man, the Lamb of God, the risen Lord Jesus Christ, wept. And he cites John 11.35. This other lady says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit, the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with you, mercy and peace from the God, from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love, John 1.3. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. I love that. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Romans 16, 20. Um, 
You go down, here's the lady who spoke before. She said, For whoever does the will of God, he is my brother or sister and mother, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now here's, <clears throat> and it goes on from there. I mean, there's just a ton of, now some of this gets into Roman Catholicism. So you, you're going to have to be discerning in this. But here's what I want you to do. Think about it today. Address the people in your group and pick some words of the Lord Jesus, cite it, and sign it as the Lord Jesus Christ, that it's his words. On whatever platform you are, just see what, you, just see what will happen to the algorithms. I was shocked that it, that it popped up here on Twitter. I was really shocked. I, I really was. Uh, so I thought I'd share that with you because, to me, that's some good news. Um, that on the devil's turf... Uh, the Lord Jesus still has reign. Uh, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, the devil is still God's devil. He's not out on his own. He's not autonomous. He's only doing what God allows him to do and what God has even purposed him to do. And we're going to talk a little bit about that when we get into what we're talking about today. Now, this is also interesting. This is, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this. You talk about blasphemous, man. Pushing the sorcerer's poison. And the convid shots. This is Biden's convid advisor, Ashish Jaha. I guess that's how you say his name. I want you to listen to what this devil has to say. It's only five seconds. Listen to this. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms. One for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. What? What? One more time. Yeah, you heard I really it. believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. I'm going to tell you what. <clears throat> why there wasn't a poof of smoke and some fire right there, I don't know. You're talking about <clears throat> people often ask, why does God allow this stuff? Why does God allow this stuff? Well, one, God has a purpose in his decrees. There's nothing that happens apart from his decrees. So he's got a good purpose in it. Okay, people just don't often stop and think about that. But to sit here and say, God gave us two arms to get two different shots in, is just—it's just blasphemous. And this is what the people have let be in here. I, I put up this um, this post the other day, and I, I can't pull it up now, but it was showing the um, the health leaders, whatever secretaries, whatever they are. Uh, from America to Belgium to Britain to Canada. Now, obviously, the one we have here is trying is a man trying to look like a woman. He's mentally ill. That's I mean that's what the Bible says about it. It says God gives them a reprobate mind. That's what he has. That's why he's acting the way he is. And the fact that people put up with it is just incredible to me. That's the first one. Then you got Bel the Belgian lady. She looks like Jabba the Hutt's wife. Then you got the, the lady over in England. She's pretty close to that. And, and these are people, and, and by the way, the man, he's so out of shape and unhealthy, it's ridiculous. So are these other two ladies. And yet they're, they're in charge of health, which government's not supposed to be in charge of anyway. They have no business in that. And then we got the, the little skinny Asian lady up there in Canada that looks almost anorexic, and she's in charge of health. You tell me what's wrong with this picture here. And you got fools like this man who 
want to spit at God. You gave us these two arms to put these shots in, didn't you? Nope. God told you the life of the flesh is in the blood. You're not supposed to be doing junk like that. Here's another one. These are some physicians, or this is one, but there's a group of them. Recently came out and uh, he said, um, well, I'll tell you what he, I'll tell you what he said. Listen. The science is settled. There's an overwhelming consensus that nothing worked. Nothing could work, nothing did work, and nothing will work. That includes the vaccinations, which are not just unnecessary, experimental, untested, and are actually killing people. I want to take this moment to point a finger directly at the principal cause of why we're all here today. And it's not the government. No, it's us physicians who have been intimidated by our colleges, both provincially and internationally. If physicians had not been intimidated by the very body that's supposed to protect you from me, if they've been allowed to speak their mind without the threat of losing their income and their positions, then an individual patient, such as you and me, in a closed examining room, would have been told the truth. The truth. They have been denied that ability to do that. We have had that for centuries. The two principal medical ethics have been trampled on by this government. First do no harm and informed consent. First do no harm has been trampled on. The mandates have killed, as we've heard, more people, many more people than than they've saved. But informed consent, I would put it to you, how can you give informed consent if you are not informed? And you have been denied information intentionally by the colleges that are supposed to protect you. So I say this, putting a point on it, the colleges of physicians and surgeons across this country and internationally are co-conspirators with government in state-sanctioned murder. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. No, thank you. That's exactly right. That'll preach right there. They are, they are co-conspirators in democide. That's what they are. The people continuing to promote these deadly poisons and to promote masks and to promote social distancing and lockdowns and all the rest are devilish co-conspirators in democide of the people. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Now, with that said... You know, the other day, uh, Bradley had an article where he was recounting Donald Trump uh, claiming that, uh, you know, he's the father of the vaccine. He's the one who funded it. He, yeah, with our money, unconstitutionally, by the way, and got it out and it saved thousands and millions of lives or whatever he wanted, you know, whatever he comes up. Because everything for Donald Trump is the biggest, the best, the, you know, most glorious, never before in history kind of stuff. And his, his followers believe this stuff. And the worshipers, you just... And I, I make a distinction between those who support him and those who worship him. There, I do see some distinction there. His worshipers, you can't get through anything. You could, you could show, literally, what he said before, before he got in office. I could go and shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square or whatever, and I wouldn't lose any support. That's, his, that's the people who worship him. They, they, they could see that live and... Still supporting. That's that's just the way it is. So you had him set all that stuff in motion. Yeah, he didn't come out and mandate it. 
But he didn't stop states mandating it. He didn't stop employers from mandating it. He didn't stop any of that. And I'll remind you, same thing happened with uh, red flag laws and all that. He, his administration encouraged it. So he tees it up. And then what happens? Biden comes in and they start issuing mandates. Why? Because Trumpy set it up for him with your money and my money. He set it up for him. That's why you have the problem. Both of them are corrupt to the core, and I don't know why people can't see it. I guess they just want to hear. They want their itching ears scratched, tickled, whatever the case may be. And so they love the words. It sounds American. It sounds liberty. It sounds this, that, and the other. And it's really a devil talking to you. It's really a devil talking to you. In fact, I would say the more evil person is the person who's, who tries to disguise his evilness, his wickedness. There's your real devil. The one with his mask off is, I mean, he's just, he's just got a face for evil. That's one kind of evil, and it's evil, don't get me wrong. But what do you make of the guy who comes to you as your friend and hugs you around the neck, kisses you on the cheek, and stabs you in the back. Hmm? Anybody think of Judas? In fact, the Bible says that when Jesus chose the twelve, have I not chosen you, twelve, and one of you is a devil? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So here's a question I have for you. You know, here at the Sons of Liberty, we've talked about constitutional remedies for when you've got Wicked men in office committing crimes against the people, whether they're, it doesn't matter, at, at least at a federal level, uh, any officers, we're told, in our Constitution can be impeached. Uh, in fact, <clears throat> what we're told is, specifically, we're told in, uh, boy, my, my Constitution's falling apart here, uh, Article 2, Section 4, the President, the Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, some people have asked the question, well, misdemeanors, I mean, boy, this could be this, that, and the other. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of things that pass for, that, that, that are called law that aren't law. They're pretended legislation, just like our forefathers said about King George. They're pretended legislation. And once you remove them from office, then you've got Article 1 and Section 3. Judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office, and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. That's a good question, Jennifer. That's what I'm going to address today. Okay? That's what I'm going to address today. Jennifer's asking, can we impeach or do we need a rep? This is part of what the Constitution sets up. It isn't you and me. It's the representatives. And this is why I'm telling you, D.C. is toast. We, we, we should dissolve it. We should dissolve it 
And when the people come back home who've been violating our law, we should deal with them then. We don't have to worry about impeaching them then. We bring charges against them for their crimes in our state. So, let's go. Article 1, Section 2. Who are the ones who do impeachment? Is it you and me? No, it's the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers and shall have the sole power of impeachment. It is not the Senate. It certainly isn't the executive branch or the judicial branch. And it isn't the people at large. It is the House of Representatives. Okay? Now, who's going to try it? What? Because, look, once it goes to the House, look, Donald Trump was impeached. Bill Clinton was impeached. That means the House of Representatives went through, they voted and said, yep, this guy's guilty of this crime. That's what they said. Whether it was true or not, that's what they said. Then what happens? Does, the, does that mean that they get to kick him out of office? Nope. Section 3 of Article 1 says this. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. So you can't, I mean, you can't say that the people weren't impeached. Yes, they were. Else you wouldn't have a trial for an impeachment. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath of affirmation. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside, and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. Okay? So, <clears throat> this is what they're supposed to do. Are they doing it? No. But, I do want to point this out. It's not for a lack of pe some people trying. Do you know that there have been one, two, three, four, five, six... At least six that I can see here. Article, a list of articles of impeachment that have been put forth. In this Congress, the 117th Congress. Let me show you. This is from Congress.gov. And here's the first one. House Resolution 635. Impeaching Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., President of the United States, for high crimes and misdemeanors. This is put forth by Randy Weber... Uh, from Texas, 14th District. Co-sponsors, two. Two. This is why it's going nowhere. Here's another one. House Resolution 680. Again, doing the same thing. This was put forth by Lauren Boebert out of Colorado, District 3. Okay. House Resolution 57. And these next, this one and the next two are by, uh, actually the next three are by Marjorie Taylor Greene out of Georgia, District 14. House Resolution 57. House Resolution 597. House Resolution 596. House Resolution 598. All of them. In fact, I went to look up <clears throat> what she had put out on this. And, of course, she has a, a press statement here. And here's what she has to say. Oh, by the way, let me, let me just go back here a second. 
on the second one, because I didn't tell you, the first one had two co-sponsors. The second one uh, from Miss Bobert had only six. Had only six. The first one, House Resolution 57, has zero co-sponsors at all. I mean, it doesn't have any co-sponsors. This, the last action was back in March of this year. Boberts was last year in September, and so was uh, Mr. Weber's. There, there were, both of them were in September. Then we have uh, Ms. Green putting this other one forward. She got five co-sponsors. This was here recently. This was in, at, near the end of August. And again, near the end of August, she got two co-sponsors on one. And then, in this month, this is September. Oh, excuse me, not this month. It was September of last year, so she was in with the, with the other guys there. She got seven co-sponsors. That's it. That's it. That's the most co-sponsors of any of the impeachment bills was seven. The least was zero. But you guys are being told through the conservative talking heads that if you just have a red wave this year in the midterms, all will be well. Well, I want to ask you something. Where's those red guys on these articles of impeachment? They know he's committing crimes. They know he's there illegitimately. They know it. And you think that voting is going to straighten this out? Really? That's a special kind of stupid. I mean, and I mean that. It's a special kind of stupid to not understand exactly what's going on here and to think that voting is going to solve that. Did you guys not learn anything in 2020? Because I'm pretty sure that the Trump crowd voted Donald Trump in. I'm pretty sure of that. Is he in office? No, but you think your vote's going to do something. And even if you do put... A red wave in there. How many times have we seen Republicans control House, Senate, and the White House? How many times have we seen that? And yet, they can't do a dadgum thing for some reason. They're just impotent. They got a good bark, but they don't have any bite. Okay? So what's going on here? Well, the Bible tells us this. This is from Proverbs 29. He that being often reproved hardens his neck shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. For when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Whoso loveth wisdom rejoiceth his father, but he that keepeth company with harlots sendeth or spendeth his substance. The king by judgment establishes the land, but he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. I want you to think about the many gifts, the billions in gifts that the Biden crime syndicate have received. And what are they doing? They're overthrowing the land. Now, they've got help. Some of them wear the R jersey. Many of them wear the D jersey. But they're all on the same team when it comes to this. They're part of the crime syndicate. They're either... Purposely on the side. Yeah, thank you for that, Mr. Wordsworth. Gifts, bribes. Um, They're either purposely on the side of those who want to destroy us as a people, 
or they are cowards and not doing their duty. I'll let you figure out which one your particular representative or senator is. And why is this a problem? Because we hear over and over and over and over again from all of these people with the R on their jersey telling us how bad Biden is, how bad his policies are, how much crime he's committed, all of this stuff. And yet, I just showed you, we've got articles of impeachment up, and the most we can get on one of them is seven. Seven co-sponsors. But let's just take, let's just do this just for giggles here, all right? Let me find the page again. All right, so the seven co-sponsors, let's look on this one, because I think this will be interesting. Let's see who these are. This is for the one last year in September from Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay? You had Mary Miller out of Illinois. You had Paul Gozer out of Arizona. You had Diana Harshbarger out of Tennessee. You had Jeff Duncan out of South Carolina. You had Andy Harris out of Maryland. You had Bob Good out of Virginia. Excuse me, and you had Ralph Norman out of South Carolina. That's all that supported her. I got to tell you, I'd, I'd really like to know where, uh, where Thomas Massey is on this. Got a good constitutional voting record. Where you at here, Massey? You know this guy's in there illegitimately. You know he's committing crimes against the people. Why, why aren't you getting on board with this? I just, I don't understand. But nevertheless, you get some other ones in, in others. Uh, this was by Miss Bobert. You've got Andy Biggs, Jeff Duncan, Ralph Norman, Louis Gohmert, Jody Heiss, and Bob Good. You've got a couple of the same names in there. I mean, this is, this is, I, I think this is what we've been driving home over and over and over. Haven't you been lied to enough? Haven't you, aren't you tired of giving cons, your consent to tyrants to rule over you and your neighbors? And yet many people are just can't wait for November to vote in their next tyrant. They hope they'll have a red jersey on instead of a blue one. Oh, my tyrant's better than your tyrant. He doesn't tax me as much. He doesn't swap my house as much. He doesn't take my land as much. He doesn't, um, he, he doesn't uh, infringe on my rights as much. He's still a criminal against me, but he's not as bad a criminal as your, as your tyrant. I mean, that is the, the mentality. It's, it's spoken of when, when, you try to, when you try to reason with these people, well, i got to vote for the lesser of two evils. My evil representative is not as evil as your representative. That's the disconnect here. And then they'll defend them. They'll defend their wicked ways. When they do them, they'll defend them. They'll say, oh, it's not as bad as... Or they'll say, well, the previous guy did it. Any of you parents out there had, uh, have your kid you know, do something? Well, my brother was doing it. Well, everybody else was doing it, and everybody else is not doing it, but you know what I'm saying. And they're, they're like children. Well, such and such did it. And you know that old thing that your mom or dad used to say, well, if they jumped off a bridge, would you jump off? This is what's going on here. <clears throat> so, 
Why is that happening? Well, let me give you the first thing, and, and then we're going to take some time, and I'm just going to read through a passage, okay? But Jesus was addressing the Pharisees <clears throat> in Matthew 23. Now, we've, we've went through Matthew 23 before. Well, yeah, that's true, Salt. It, it does come from the boomers, but I'm, I'm going to say it goes back further, and let me explain why. Um, because it's, it's much further back than that. Uh, there was somebody who made a comment uh, in, the tele- in our Telegram uh, group, and they said, all of this stuff that we're seeing today about you know the attack on the, the women, the feminism, and all this other stuff, it came out of the 60s movie, The Sexual Right. And I said, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't, that doesn't have an impact, but we've got to go back further than that. That was just the fruit of what came before. Let's go back to World War I, World War II, where moms, where dads and, and, and brothers and uncles and all this were being sent off to be slaughtered overseas. Let's, let's look at that first. And what, was mom, what were moms having to do? They were having to leave the home, and they were having to go work in factories and all this stuff just to support the families. Now, they made it out like, oh, you're great patriots and this, that, and the other. And all. But what they were doing was they were attacking the family. Oh, oh, oh and let's, let's not forget that before that, we got women's suffrage. Oh, this is this is gonna this is gonna ruffle some feathers, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. Then we got women's suffrage. Because women wanted their right to vote. They bought the same lie that was told to Eve. I have to, it wasn't just you don't have to listen to God. You don't have to listen to your husband. Your husband you can choose for yourself. Now, let me ask you something. When God told Adam not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, did he have Adam and Eve's best interests at heart? Yep. When Adam told Eve not to eat of it, did he have Eve's best interests at heart? Yep. But Eve was deceived, made her choice. Then Adam just knowingly partook of it because he became Mr. Impotent Milk Toast there. And when women said, nope, I'll, I'll choose for myself. I'm not going to do this, that, and the other. So you, can, you, can, you don't have to point to the 60s. You can point way back to where the family began to be targeted here in this country. And there's probably some things along the way or even before that. But the target always comes right at, right at the women. And I'm not putting women down in that. I'm just saying that's where Satan strikes at. Okay, that's, that's where he does. So <clears throat> when we... Um, When we go over to Matthew chapter 23, here's what we see. And Jesus, uh, then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. They say and do not. They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Instead, what do they do? They put on an outward appearance that they're holy and that they're righteous. Here's what he says. All their works they do for to be seen of men. It's a show. that things haven't changed in 2,000 years, or 6,000 for that matter. All their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. 
I love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets and to be called of men, Rabbi, Rabbi. What's he saying there? Well, they're phylacteries. We've talked about this before. That comes out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. You'll bind them on your hand, right? The commands of God. And there'll be as frontlets between your eyes. And the phylacteries was like these little boxes and a leather strap. And they would take little pieces of Scripture and they would put them in the little boxes and they would strap them to their hand and they would stick them on their forehead. And if you were really you know, a holy guy, if you really wanted to be perceived as a holy guy, you made your phylactery really big, you know, big on your hand, big on your forehead. You showed it off. But it wasn't just that. They enlarged the borders of their garments. They wanted to be praised by men when they walked in. They wanted the, 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 the people to just worship them as they came in to the rooms, the feasts, the synagogues, the markets. They adored being called rabbi or Doctor, now I do it as a as a sign of respect for somebody who's went through the procedure, but frankly, I don't. There's no difference between them and me, except they might have some more knowledge of something. And, and in many cases, many cases, they have wrong knowledge. Okay, but this is the thing: they like the titles, they like the attention. But Jesus said, "Don't be like them, because they say and they don't do." They say and they don't do. The interesting thing here is, and when I, when I point to these impeachment things, is you hear all the guys come and they say and they say and they say and they say and they tell you how bad you know, the people in government are. Whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's his you know, transvestite health person, whether it's the dog boy from the energy department, whether it's uh, uh, this knucklehead who was talking about... Um, the, the two shots, and the guy gave us two arms for, for the two shots. Whether it's the, the, the other guy, I uh, can't remember his name, goofy-looking uh, Pakistani guy uh, from, the, from health, or any of these people, they know they're criminals. And they'll tell, they'll tell you they're criminals, but they won't do anything to, to deal with them. You know, I'll at least give props for the three people that I read off this morning. At least they made the attempt to put forth articles of impeachment. But the other people out there talking, they ain't doing. They ain't doing. And this is part of the problem. They're just like the Pharisees. They say, but they don't do. They say, but they don't do. Now, why is that? Well, we've referenced Deuteronomy 28 quite a bit. I'm not going to go there. We've referenced Leviticus 26 quite a bit. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to Job chapter 12. <laughs> okay? Job chapter 12. And I want you to listen as Job responds to his friends. Well, if you've got friends like this, who needs enemas? And yeah, I said that correctly. If you've got friends like this, who needs enemas? Okay? Job chapter 12. Here's where we're going to start. And Job answered and said, No doubt, but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Yea, who knoweth not such things as these? I am as one mocked of his neighbor, who calleth upon God, and he answereth him, The just upright man is laughed to scorn. 
He that is ready to slip with his feet is as his lamp despised, and the thought of him that is at ease. The tabernacles of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure. You hear that? To whose hand God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beast, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee. And the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Hmm. He says, you can go to a dumb animal, and it'll teach you something about God. You can go to the birds, and it'll t- they will teach you about the Creator. The earth itself will teach you. If you're wise to listen and pay attention, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? You see, Job was not privy to the little discussion that God had with Satan. He was was not uh, privy to that. He didn't know what was going on. And yet he said, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? What's come upon me? Now, for those of you who don't know the story of Job, he lost everything. I mean, he was a very wealthy man. He lost all of his children. He had 10 kids. He lost all of his flocks. He had literally thousands of sheep and camels and goats and all kinds of stuff. Lost all of his servants, I think, but one. Came in, who, who came and told him what was going on. Lost everything. And God left him with a, a wife that told him to curse God and die. That's what he was left with. And then he goes on and he says this. And he's talking about the Lord. In whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words and the mouth taste his meat? With the ancient is wisdom and in length of days understanding. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down and it cannot be built again. Now, I want you to stop and think about that a second. Uh, My friend Georgia sent me something uh, shortly after they started talking about this Build Back Better stuff. And all of you have heard it. It hasn't just come from Biden. This is being said all over the world. Uh, I probably could pull up the video because I think I, I have the video with all these world leaders, whatever, uh, saying talking about building back better. But she sent me something where it was said, right after 9-11, we'll build back better. Same stuff. It has this hint of Babylon in it, to tell you the truth. We're going to build a tower unto heaven. Let us come together so we won't be destroyed and dispersed across the earth. Right? And people like that because it brings security, or at least that's what they think. It brings them security. And yet, he's saying, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to come in and uh, build back better, and yet, Job says, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He goes on, he says, He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also, he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. 
And with, in other words, he's the one controlling the waters. I know we talk about weather manipulation. I believe there's something, a little bit something to that. But again, it doesn't happen outside of God's decrees. And for all I know, God may be making them think that they're actually controlling something when he's the one doing it. When he's bringing his own judgment in his own way of doing it. Why wouldn't he? He used the armies of Babylon to come against his people, didn't he? He called them his armies. He used the armies of Rome to come against his people, and he called them his armies. And he said what they would do before they even did it. With him is strength and wisdom, the deceived and the deceiver are his. Isn't that interesting? The deceived and the deceiver are God's. They're not the devil's. See, this is what I'm telling you. The devil is God's devil. I don't know when we're going to realize it, that the devil's like Goliath and the church is supposed to be like David. I don't, and I don't know when we're not going to see that. He leadeth counselors away spoiled and make the ju- maketh the judges fools. This is what God does. Oh, I thought God was love. Oh, wait a minute, Tim. You're talking about that Old Testament God. He's the vengeful, wrathful, you know, hateful God. Uh, Same God. He's just showing you different parts of the facets of his character. He leadeth counselors away spoiled and maketh the judges fools. He looseth the bonds of kings and girdeth the loins, their loins with a girdle. He leadeth princes away spoiled and overthroweth the mighty. Now, sometimes he does it supernaturally. We can go uh, places like in the book of Acts where we see Herod, who wanted to take all the glory for himself, wearing the shiny apparel and speaking, and everybody said, oh, this is not the voice of a man, it's the voice of a God. Kind of like what people were talking about with Donald Trump. I mean, seriously, there were people that were talking like that. I play, I've, I've showed you even what Donald Trump retweeted out from this guy, Wayne Allen Root. I don't even know who he is. Apparently, he's really popular in the conservative side. I don't know who he is. This guy said Donald Trump was like the second coming of God. He was the king of Israel. And then Donald Trump has all these um, uh, Judaizers whispering in his ear that he's the Messiah. And Jared Kushner is Messiah number two. And I've got the recording for that, too. And I played it on the show, and I've shown you. And the people are easily deceived. Why? Because they want a king over them. No, no, no. We don't want kings. We want presidents. No, you want a tyrant over you. That's what you want. You want a tyrant to keep things in place because you can't govern yourself. You won't govern yourself. And this is part of the problem. Let's go on. He removeth away the speech of the trusty and take away, taketh away the understanding of the aged. I tell you, um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, we had some older gentlemen on. We had a Ron Gibson, we had Roger Sales, we had uh, Brent Winters. I'm going to try to get them back on, hopefully in another week or two. There was some wisdom that came out of what those men were saying. But the fact of the matter is, where are our wise men? You know, the Bible talks about the hoary head, right? It's, it's white. 
<laughs> my head isn't white. My head's like, I don't know, brownish blonde or whatever. But they talk about the hoary head. It, it was seen as a, a, a means of respect, of wisdom. And somebody mentioned a little while ago, I don't know if it's Salt or whoever in the chat, they mentioned the, the baby boomers. They should be the hoary heads now. They should be the wise ones. And what are we seeing? They got their little bumper stickers. I'm spending my kids' heritage. We're spending our kids' inheritance. Yeah, that's real biblical and godly. Bible says a righteous man lays up an inheritance for his children, not spends it and wastes it. Foolish, not wise. And who takes it? God does. Because remember what Job said? I mean, boy, I, I hope, and I, I pray I never face it, but I hope that if I face anything close to what Job faced, that I can say the same thing and honor God. The Lord has given, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God's taken our wisdom. He's taken those who rule well from us. It's a part of judgment. It really is. Verse 21, he poureth contempt upon princes and weakeneth the strength of the mighty. He weakeneth the strength of the mighty, poureth contempt upon princes. Have you guys been concerned about what you see in the military? Now, look, <clears throat> I'm not a big military guy, and the reason I'm not is because our founding fathers didn't want a standing military. Sorry, they didn't want it. You can read it in the Federalist Papers. They didn't want that. And they only made provision for a standing army for two years, and it had to be up since then. And all we've done is just get in more mess and more mess and more mess. Involving ourselves in foreign wars, most of them unconstitutionally. And they aren't for freedom. They aren't for liberty. They're enriched defense contractors and other corporations. And now we're seeing the weakening of even that military with all this woke stuff, transgender, sodomites, lesbians all in it. We, we're even putting women, here comes women again. We're, we're putting, and I'm, again, I'm not berating women, but I'm just saying, it is a sign of God's judgment. Women going and being in, right on the front lines with the men. Oh, well, well, they're equal. Okay, well, then let them meet all the standards the men meet. Quit dropping the standards for the women. Let them meet it. And if they can't meet it, they need to go. I think we need to rethink our whole thing about how we're being aggressive all over the world and being the world's policeman. I really do think that. We need to deal with our own uh, corruption and our own third world dictators right here in D.C. That's what we need to do. He then concludes, He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out the light to light the shadow of death. He increaseth the nations and destroyeth them. So if a nation's going up, it's because of God. If a nation is going down, it's because of God. He enlargeth the nations and straighteneth them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. Oh, I could show you something <laughs> that I 
came across the other day. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is not uh, Paul and Nancy Pelosi, but I'm just going to play it while I say a couple of things here. Now, this is, I, it sure does look like them. <laughs> uh, but you guys have seen Nancy Pelosi talk, right? I mean, she, this lady's on a serious drunk, probably with some, um, I mean, you can't make this up right here. I, I don't know who this is. Again, I kind of joked that it was Nancy and her, her husband, but uh, it is just pitiful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, oh, I'm, you guys aren't even seeing it. Um, let me get that over here, and I'll finish it up with this. Trust me, this is, if you haven't seen this, this is really something. Um, this, is what our, this is what our representatives, our presidents, our senators, this is what they're like. They're in a drunken stupor. I mean, this is what they're like. And they're like this on camera, too. Remember when Biden says something about America? He says, there's one word to describe him, whatever he's doing. And then you listen to Nancy Pelosi, and it sounds like she's, you know, just completely, you know, the lights are on, but nobody's home kind of deal. This is exactly what's going on in our government. What you're seeing, you guys who are watching, by way of the video platforms, this is exactly what you're seeing in our government. And does God not say it's, it to be so? Yes, he does. I mean, this is really sad. It's, it's kind of, there's a part where it's a little bit comical, especially if you think of it being the Pelosi's. But there's nothing funny about this at all. I mean, the, the really, it's kind of comical. And when you see that this guy, I, didn't, I don't know how he didn't hurt himself on the steps uh, when he fell down them. And here's this lady. Now she's in the floor. <laughs> And this is what God has put us with. This is what he's put us with. And I'm telling you right now, it's time for the people, you and I, to do our civic duties. And our civic duties is to go back and to start bringing the justice ourselves. You see what happens when articles of impeachment are put up. Nobody supports it. If you think that voting red come November is going to solve the problem, you are the problem. You're part of the problem. You better get your head straight and understand that we're going to have to bring the justice ourselves. That's going to be through the militia, the Constitutional Militia, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, and the grand juries, and doing it in our own county. Forget D.C. It needs to be dissolved. It needs to be fumigated. It needs to be erased. You want to keep your liberty? You better start doing your civic duty. God grant us repentance to do our duty. To honor you as God and bring justice upon the heads of the wicked. I hope it's been somewhat encouraging and challenging and maybe give you some insight. We'll see. Bradley be with you at 3. We'll talk to you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing, adios.